Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. For years, I have been fortunate if I got four to six hours of sleep a night. I took one dose of this, and for the first time in years, I actually got eight hours of sleep. And I woke up, and I look at the clock, and I'm thinking, holy cow, that's got to be wrong. And I feel good. And I'm a pessimist because I have tried many different products for losing weight, for energy, for this and that. And one dose of this, and I'm blown away. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. This show is not for sensitive snowflakes. We enjoy the right to offend each other. It's part of this uh, free speech thing that we fought so hard to get. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I'm quoting to you now from the United States Supreme Court 1964 case, New York Times versus Sullivan. This is constitutional case law in this country, and I'm quoting you from the U.S. Supreme Court. The the judges wrote that this nation is founded on the, quote, profound national commitment to the principle that debate on public issues shall be uninhibited, robust, and wide open, and that it may well include vehement, caustic, and sometimes unpleasantly sharp attacks on government and public officials. That's constitutional case law in this nation. I don't have to be nice to you. Nobody behind me has to be nice to you. If you don't like living in the United States of America, then you can all move to Russia, Cuba, or China. This is the First Amendment. Nice job. Yes, citizen. I love it. He was speaking to a school board after they told him that uh, he better watch how he talks to him or they were going to silence him, censor him. And I love that he had the cojones to stand up to him. That was in Pennsylvania. Love that. And boy, we, we almost better get used to that because I have a feeling it's about to get worse in America as far as being silenced. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Uncle Milty's with me today. How are you? I'm really great. And uh, Chris Ann Hall, our constitutional expert and attorney. How are you? I'm fantastic. You know, yeah. I actually had to write a, a legal memorandum to our county attorney mm-hmm. uh, because our county, uh, the chairman of our our county commission, uh, drafted a, a speech that had to be said before every one of our county commissioner meetings, telling people that they're not allowed to actually directly speak to what? or about the county commissioners wow. and that they had to be nice. And so I drafted a legal memorandum that pretty much told them the same thing. You know, and Kate, and these these little dictators better be careful because our Supreme Court is really, really sort of pushing back right now. Yes. Which I'm finding very encouraging and, and slightly shocking. Absolutely. In fact, they just, uh, you know, I think it was yesterday uh, we mentioned on the show that Mm -hmm. the Brandy Levy case, the one where the cheerleader spoke out after hours, Mm -hmm. you know, she wasn't at school on her own social media, spoke out, told the school to stick it in not so many words. And uh, they said she had the right to do that. The school district did not own her uh, after hours. Yeah, and and that's it. I mean, we covered that show, that case on my show yesterday, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I pointed out that there's some very significant 
language in that majority opinion and in Alito and Gorsuch's consenting, uh, uh, concurring opinions. Right. And what's amazing is, is what we have, we actually have an indication from this court that there's going to be a push, uh, a restoration, a push to back towards uh, parental rights, uh, uh, a lessening of the degree of school's power over the children, Good. what we usually call in the legal field, in loco parentis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be pulling back on that. They also um, made it very clear about the freedom of speech and the rights of the students, which will actually help college students as well, the way it's written, because College students, uh, colleges don't have en loco parentis over college students. They have no authority of parental oversight Mm. over college students. Mm. And so in reducing the authority of en loco parentis and increasing the strict scrutiny on the speech, uh, on the protection of speech of students, this is really going to have the potential to impact free speech on college campuses as well. And it's it's very, very encouraging for me to see. Hmm. And it was sort of slightly vindicating from a more negative perspective because, right. once again, uh, it was an eight-to-one opinion, and the only one against it was Clarence Thomas. And everybody is under this strange illusion mm-hmm. that Clarence Thomas is a quote-unquote constitutionalist. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been saying now for years and years and years Clarence Thomas is not a constitutionalist. Right. Clarence Thomas is an opportunist. Ooh. And although it may seem that he is constitutional, it's only when it suits his ideology. And so mm-hmm. if you offend Robert uh, if you offend Thomas's ideology, then he is all for the increase of government power. Clarence mm-hmm. Thomas is a statist he is a big government power guy, mm-hmm. and that's where his most consistent stand is. Interesting. Well, I thank you for that. You know, I was listening to that guy's speech, you know, uh, and same thing that you wrote to the, to the county attorney. You know, they assumed a lot of power and the people didn't push back and were sort of on this like, I'm nicer mm-hmm. than you nice off in America right now, where to be a good citizen, mm-hmm. you're taught to be nice and never raise your voice. Well, raising your voice um, is not being violent. So when did we take the two and make it one? Because in this country, um, I, mm-hmm. last time I checked, you're supposed to be able to go to a public public meeting and you can raise your voice if you're saying something. For some reason, we the, the rules mm-hmm. have changed or there are little regulations and this is what you have to push back on, right? Is this creep? Right, exactly. And that's that's how the changes occur when we don't push back, right? right? Because there's a, there's a human nature consistency here that people in power will always push to increase their power. Because mm-hmm. power is like a drug, Kate. Right. It really, really is. Uh, power is, is very literally an endorphin releaser. Yeah. Uh, it has the same reaction in your body as, as, as many other drugs. And when you have power mm-hmm. or that power is, is uh, be, you become accustomed and comfortable with that power. Right. So what happens then is that you start wanting more because once you become accustomed and comfortable, then the endorphin release is the same, isn't the same. So uh, you, there's certain human nature aspects right. that, that push these kind of behaviors and, if we don't control this right. as a people and yeah. be the governors of our government, that's how we get many tyrants. I agree with you. You know, the program to fund only black farmers, because, you know, racism helps 
racism um, in America, apparently, um, and how egregious the, just even the thought of doing that is as far as we give money to this, not to this, and, and we get to choose, pick and choose where your tax dollars go. There's many conversations here, but it is interesting that it was some white farmers that stood up to it that got it at least halted enough to have to go through the court system, and now the judge yeah. is saying, you know, we'll have to wait on any disbursements until I, I t- until we go through the merits of the case. Uh, st- uh, so yeah. I, I, I find that at least people are standing and it takes that mm-hmm. in America, whether you have to take yeah. it to court. Or- oh, well, but it always does. And that's why Thomas Jefferson said um, that we should never prefer the, mm-hmm. the comfort of peace, right? but choose the Talmud of liberty. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, it doesn't require sabers mm-hmm. and guns, Yeah, but it does require you to get uncomfortable. It does require you to be a little boisterous a little you know yeah Yeah. you might have to raise your voice founders raised their voices (laughs) they weren't exactly calm i mean we were talking oh my god not have you ever i mean well the history of parliament yeah you know they throwing chairs and blows at each other right right so go out and shoot each other i mean there should be government (laughs) should be energetic Yes, yes. This whole passive, you know, we reached across the aisle and all came to a consensus. I always want to know who's being sold out with their principles because, yeah. 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 We're not, and that's why I am always in favor of, of now that we've been sort of digressed to this, this duopoly of mm-hmm. government, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always in favor of split House and Senate and not all right. one power. Uh, holding every office in government. Yeah. And so uh, what we need, we need the splitting of, of the uh, House and the Senate between parties. We don't need to have government all united in one party to operate like a freight train. Yeah. Because People number one, mm-hmm. parties are just pretended differences. They're mm-hmm. all in favor of government. They're all in, in going to push for more government power because Government has never decreased. Right. Even under Ronald Reagan, you know, people hold up government power didn't decrease, it increased. So mm-hmm. the best thing that could happen to America is to have a, a you know, for example, a Republican majority in the House and a, and a Democrat majority in the Senate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you're going to be uh, Arkansas for uh, 4th of July. For the yes, Independence Day. Bentonville, Arkansas mm-hmm. at the River uh, Northwest Arkansas. Awesome. This is great. I at love 10 a.m. You show up at the church. We're going to be teaching about liberty on mm-hmm. independence, on, you know, on, it. on, on Indep- Declaration of Independence Day. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, speaking of which, I know we only have a few minutes, but speaking of which, this National Independence Day, they're calling Juneteenth. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Wow. You know, I think the best thing that I can do is, is point everybody to my YouTube channel because I have a 13-minute video mm-hmm. where I explain what real, you know, which day is real Independence Day, how July 4th is not actually historically mm-hmm. by law or Independence Day. Sure. It's the one that the federal government picked and why allowing the federal government to pick Independence Day has resulted in their switch to the new National Independence Day of Juneteenth, which, by the way, was passed in the House with only 14 Republicans objecting. Jeez, boy, that's sad. A new, and that's the title of the bill, the new National Independence Day. 
It's amazing. It's 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 actually called, I think, uh, if you're white, you're completely screwed in this country. We're never going to let you forget it, Day. Um, because I, I swear to you, that's the premise of it. It's let us just let us just make sure that you always, you know, get this message instead of celebrating this country in general. Right. I don't know. Just well, to me, it seems of, like that. Instead of, I mean, see, if you teach that Independence Day is actually July 2nd, when yeah, we really is. became independent mm-hmm. from Great Britain, sure. then you have to change, change, teach the facts behind it. And then you get to teach, hey, guess what? Um, Independence Day was about everybody. Yeah. Black, white, Chinese. Yeah. Irish everybody. It took a it took a few years to actually end worldwide slavery. Um, but you know, America won't get credit, yeah. you know, for that. And so we have to uh, live in this this hell called 2021, where they keep telling us if you're white and uh, you know you're you're basically the offender of all. And I, I just it's just bizarre to me what's going on right now. We must fight against it. Well, if we if we don't push back and we start and we don't start teaching our children real history, right? And that's why I want to point everybody to my YouTube channel because okay. we do that. You know, um, it's under you're your going to see over the next few years states mm-hmm. and counties pushing out Independence Day as July Fourth and, and switching over to Juneteenth. Oh my gosh! Can you even imagine this? I mean, it's it's bad. No, enough. I, it is. It's just crazy. Well, it's bad enough that Biden comes out, the puppetry uh, of our government comes out and says, well, you have to be good boys and girls and we don't let you celebrate it. I mean, I, it's just, you know, just think of the, just think of the lunacy of that statement. I, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with us, but, uh, but we better, we better stop doing the deer in the headlights thing. It's not working for us and we better start, uh, you know. Can I end with a Samuel sure. Adams quote? Go for it. You got 20 seconds. Go for it. All right. No people will tamely surrender their liberties nor be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when the people become universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink underneath their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Thank you, Chris Ann Hall. ChrisAnnHall.com. Go there. ChrisAnnHall.com. Thank you very much. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Daly Show, a little Madison Rising for you. I love these guys. Uh, their music is fantastic. It really is. It's it's great. It's really, it's it's uh, very country oriented. I, I love that. Very America. And uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Chris Ann Hall, thank you. And Uncle Milty's with me. Make sure you get over to MyPillow.com. This is a great way for you if you want to help Truth and Radio. What a great way for you to do it because you're going to get fantastic products. Um, Mike is very busy. Uh, he's got an event coming up that has to do with the fraud of the election. And he's invited all kinds of people to be there to witness exactly how the fraud took place. We all know it was fraudulent. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. such a joke now because I swear, you know, mainstream media won't utter the word fraud. 
kind of amazing in America. But, you know, it, you should expect that your press is bought and sold. Um, and uh, I love that he's doing this. You can actually go to MyPillow.com and you can uh, get the most fantastic products you've ever had in towels and sheets and comforters. They're down comforters to die for. It's amazing. Best one I've ever owned. And uh, the robes, the, the, the towels, the mattresses, I mean, you name it. What a great way to support Truth and Radio is to go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate. K-A-T-E will get you up to 40% off. There's just no better deal for you. And everybody buys these items and you buy these items for gifts. Um, what a great way to to help. And uh, I know all of us are wanting to do something, right? That's a great way to help us to do what we're doing. Um, MyPillow.com, code word Kate. So there's a couple of things on my mind. Number one, yes, the National Guard is, uh, they just simulated a... Uh, a cyber attack that brought down utilities nationwide. Yeah. Now we've been warning about this because in about uh, 10 days, they're going to have the big cyber event. Klaus Schwab, this guy is, is pretty gross. He's pretty deep state and he is uh, coordinating this event, World Economic Forum. They're all getting together and talking about these cyber attacks. Now I want to give you the headline on this because this is from the drive Um, This was from yesterday, and they wrote about this, and they said the National Guard just simulated a cyber attack that brought down the nation's utilities nationwide. Now, keep in mind, though, this happens every year, okay? They They do these simulations. This is the seventh year they're doing this, but they said they're kind of going with this increased heightened thing about our utilities being taken down all over the place, okay? But let me read you the byline. Talk about propaganda byline, not prop. Well, propaganda in the way that they're kind of warning you what's coming. Um, and I do believe that we are going to have this. I really do. But this is the byline. This year's cyber Yankee exercises, it's called cyber Yankee, simulated the increasingly likely scenario of cyber attacks. Increasingly likely scenario. How are they coming up with that? Why do you think they're saying that to you? So here's the rest of it, of cyber attacks crippling huge sections of the nation's infrastructure. Why do you think they keep telling you that this is coming, warning you? Because it's coming. Yeah, and I know. I shouldn't (laughs) say propaganda because it really is. I mean, they're warning you. They're saying, you know what? We just might find this. Oh, well. Right after the event, July 5th, that they're having of all of these people worldwide going, wow, cyber attacks are going to be on the increase. How do they know that? How do they know that unless they're planning it themselves? See? And then we have to go, oh, you just, you're so amazing. You were so clairvoyant. You just, oh, oh, my gosh, you just, you just uh, had this exercise because this exercise introduced something new. This exercise introduced what's called Cyber Nine Line System, developed by U.S. Cyber Command. And this offers National Guard cyber units a template of questions that allow them to communicate quickly the specifics of a suspected cyber attack up the chain of command. Now, cyber they said Cyber Nine Line is still in its infancy, but after standing up this program a few months ago, we have already seen an impact Ultimately, the goal is to provide mutual support to each other. What makes me wonder about Cyber Nine Line is the fact that they're just introducing it now. What capability does it really have? 
because this is supposed to quickly and efficiently diagnose the attack and offer information back to the reporting unit. But I just have questions like, you know, tell tell us a little bit more about this system. Now, for those of you that say, well, they can, it's secret. Why is it so secret? This is a system that's designed to to help diagnose a system of cyber attack. I don't know. It's just sort of cropped up. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it just leaves me with more questions and answers. I don't know. Anyway, so yes, this is the seventh year. So I'm not trying to be all hyped up on this. I'm just saying that the the what I see is the heightened increased language of there will be a cyber attack that's going to be enormous and it's going to, you know, cut people off from from um, having utilities and so forth. And the thing is, is they don't have to lock us down. All they have to do is cut off the entire country with utilities and we're at a standstill. You know what the nice thing is, though? <laughs> is there a nice thing? Yeah. Yes. What? Medications mm-hmm. that need to be refrigerated. Yeah. Don't need a large generator. Mm-hmm. Don't need a large refrigerator. Right, right. You can store your needed medication in a fairly small hidden place. Okay, there you go. No, so. Oh, all right. Um, so I'm just make sure that you're prepped for that. Do you have yes. a solar generator? Do you have another kind of generator? A gas? Uh, you have no, to have at something. least two. You should have something. Yeah, and. Please, by all means, do it. I, I think that if there's any cost that's going to go up, it's going to go up on generators. <laughs> I really do. I think that right now would be a smart time to get one. Right now, while everybody's summering out there, so, you might want to think about it. Especially solar. Especially solar. Yeah, I, I would if I were you. Oh, anyway, right, and so. a lot of them work, you know, it doesn't have to be sunny. People think it has to be sunny. It doesn't. There's one <laughs> other thing I'm getting. What's up? Yeah. The food dehydrator. Ah, there you go. Yeah, food dehydrator. I mean, hey, it's a good that's, idea. Freeze dryer, I think, is even better. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. aren't they different? You got a hydrator and you got a, I mean. The one that lasts 25 years. Ah, yeah, we definitely need those. Yeah. Um, and, and have you ordered some freeze-dried food? Oh, just yeah. in the case of an emergency, just to last you, say, a week, two weeks, I would uh, say it's a pretty smart thing. I uh, I have uh, probably around $40,000 worth of mm-hmm. freeze-dried fruit, mm-hmm. food, mm-hmm. and it's all stored in Tokerville. <laughs> a lot of people wouldn't know where that is, but anyway, it's another city close to us. So, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, you, you want to make sure that you're prepared, and also, there was a uh, there was a hacker revealing smart meters are spilling secrets about a Texas uh, snowstorm. You know, I've got to have a guest. There's a guest I want to have on that talks more about this. But uh, power companies across uh, across the state have refused to disclose which areas of the state were exempt from controlled blackouts during this uh, snowstorm that crippled the, the power grid in February. Uh, but one hacker found that these smart meters, these electrical devices on the sides of homes and businesses that monitor energy consumption, are quietly broadcasting data that could be used to determine what infrastructure may have been protected. And uh, and so I'll actually have to post this. I'm actually starting to post stuff on the website now. 
So I'm just saying that go to the website, katedallyradio.com, and there's a place called Show Notes. So if you've wondered, you know, about the the thing that helps, uh, you know, cure smallpox and all those different things, I'm actually listing those things right there for you. I'll list this article um, because I'm in Facebook jail right now, and I'm getting in, I'm, I'm becoming the felon of all in Facebook jail consistently. So just making sure that you guys get this information, go to katedallyradio.com. That but, doesn't seem hmm. fair. Yeah, but in the days following the historic freeze, these companies tied to the state's privately run grid were met with all of these questions from citizens and lawmakers, how it was decided who would go dark and who wouldn't, which is a good question to ask. And so this uh, hacker and security researcher uh, known as Hash, I guess, first noticed uh, this refusal in early March at Austin Energy. And so all I'm saying is, are things targeted? Yes. Can these smart meters um, provide information? I don't think the smart meters are good. I'm sorry. I think a lot of people think that this is so great. Why do you think it's great? Because it's new and cool and techie? I mean, I don't understand why we think all of this stuff is so cool when it can harm us so much. I, I really do think it harms liberty in general, um, freedom in general, because I think there's a lot of information um, that's, uh, that, that's uh, you know... Um, what is it um, that these smart meters give off? And I just, I don't like them. I also wanted to mention to you the deprogramming of the, um, this was actually on MSN. This was a mainstream article and it talked about the fact that this federal judge, this U.S. district judge, um, was basically uh, telling these Capitol protesters who were arrested that he was rebuking Republicans. He was saying that they basically had to uh, read certain books so they could be, in a sense, deprogrammed and think the thoughts that, I don't know, Washington, D.C. thinks, I guess. I'm not quite sure where they're headed with this. But they had a 49-year-old Indiana woman who had pleaded guilty to the misdemeanor count of demonstrating, d- demonstrating inside the Capitol, basically just walking into the Capitol because they were waved in and taking selfies. The judge said, I don't like it that um, that this has been deduced down to a bunch of tourists just walking through the building. Uh, judge, that's exactly what it was. They were waved in taking <laughs> exactly. selfies. Give me a break. They weren't armed. They didn't pose a threat. And uh, and she said it was the most ex- exciting day of her life. And then she expressed regret and contrition. And uh, she said, I went there to support President Trump peacefully. I'm ashamed now that it became a savage display of violence that day. I'm sorry, who was violent? You mean the cop that killed Ashley Babbitt? Wow. That was the violence. Anyway, that came from the Capitol cop. And it was never my intent to be part of something that's so disgraceful to our American people. They got her to the point where she was just apologizing. Now, was she doing that to get out of this whole court thing? I don't know, because what else were they proposing? But there was a reading list that had to be read. And the reading list was very interesting because the judge took time to dismiss conspiracy theories about FBI informants. Um, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> What was the wow. orange tape and the and the green tape on helmets and and we had people there that um, are known FBI agents. The names came out. So what in the world? So he's basically saying that didn't happen. And then uh, making sure that she read these books. When I come back, I'll, I'll talk about these books uh, that she had to read. But yeah, they had to to in order to get leniency. The, she had to read books and watch movies about discrimination and then share her thoughts with the judge. 
Yeah. And then she admitted to, to the judge, I've lived a sheltered life and truly haven't experienced life in, in the way many have. And so uh, she actually, I'll come back and, and talk about this. This is amazing that this took place, by the way. Can you even imagine having to go back and kiss the rear end of a federal judge and tell them things you don't believe? Yeah. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Just wait for this one. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Madison rising again, Star Spangled Banner, and uh, with Independence Day coming up, um, you know, it's just such a great reminder that Juneteenth isn't that, and that, you know, we do have an Independence Day, and I love it, and uh, it's a great reminder that we need to stand up for for ourselves right now and for our country. Holy cow. Um, We have so many different kinds of attacks and so many different ways going on right now. Make sure you get over to balanceofnature.com. This is the supplement I'm always talking about because, uh, well, I'm here today with my voice back. I mean, what can that tell you? Um, you know, every every year, every other year, I get uh, kind of depends on the time I get laryngitis, and let me just tell you, um, I got over it very quickly. Balance of Nature is just an awesome supplement. Thirty-one fruits and vegetables in supplement form can't go wrong it is amazing and you can get it right now make sure to go to balanceofnature.com do something for you something for your health today please and uh, when you put in the code kate k-a-t-e um you're gonna you're gonna get up to 35 percent off in free shipping so what do you have to lose i mean my gosh just try it out if you don't like it return it just try it (laughs) i Hmm. swear you're gonna feel better and isn't that uh isn't that what we're all wanting to make sure that our, our time on earth is well spent. My gosh, we've got to eat our vitamins, people. we got lots to do. Quality of life Quality is all of that life. matters. Yeah, I totally agree with that statement. Um, okay, let me go back to this programming because this was truly frightening what this woman had to kind of come back and say to appease this judge. Her attorney, her defense attorney, this 49-year-old woman, Her defense attorney was like, you know, you need to read this and read this. And then she came back and said, oh, and by the way, um, I, um, I, you know, she watched a movie all on her own. And, uh, and isn't this amazing that she had this, you know, different, um, political viewpoint now. 
And she said, I tendered a book list to her. This is her defense attorney. This woman, this 49-year-old woman that walked inside the Capitol did nothing wrong. Did nothing. Okay? They were waved in by the Capitol Police. Um, she said, I tendered a book list to her. She has read Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee, Just Mercy, and Schindler's List to educate herself about government policy towards Native Americans, African Americans, and European Jews. What in the what? Anyway, um, Burning Down Tulsa, documentary on the History Channel, as well as Mudbound, story of two families, one black, one white, living on the same property after World War II. Do you want to know what's missing here in this discussion that they had with the judge and how woke she was now? Anything about the Electoral College votes that they were there to see. (laughs) Not a word. Not even a single solitary syllable about Electoral College votes and the sham of an election. Yeah. Well, we don't want to bring attention to the fraud. (laughs) Not a word. No, we went back to World War II. And um, to try to educate her on her new wokeness. And um, she basically, uh, you know, to the judge said she's come to terms with, you know, what she has believed and um, and that she has changed her tune. Yeah. And now believes the fraud. Um, What (laughs) in the world is going on here, you guys? Uh, Yeah. Not a single word about the election. That really stood out to me. Not a single word was even brought up. The whole reason that everyone was there. Because we didn't. We didn't get to hear the Electoral College votes really be read when they should have been. No. 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 Then all of a sudden, those that were there um, who were legislators and senators to protest what was going on, congressmen, um, basically changed their tune after that. Remember? Yeah. Quietly went into submission. Remember that? Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I would mention that to you guys. It's pretty sad to see that. And... Uh, really disgusting, actually. Really disgusting that somebody has to be really woke. Yeah. I think to for the next judge. election, uh-huh. we should have a big parade. <laughs> of what? Of people oh. carrying red, white, and blue flags with mm-hmm. little stars on I don't know. You, yeah, little, you'll, you'll be demonized, won't you? Yeah, I would uh-huh. love to be demonized. Yeah. I would do anything to be demonized yeah. at the next election. There you I go. promise you. <laughs> For sure. Now, so you're probably asking, you know, I'm bringing up all of these things that are coming that are kind of scary. We'd actually on August 11th have a, um, a countrywide national alert system. Um, sim- you know, it's not simulation. They're going to just try it to see, you know, if it all works. Mm-hmm. Why? August 11th. What do they have planned, you guys? Um, So I wanted to let you guys know about that because I thought that was kind of interesting and um, hat tip Eric on that one. Um, Because this, to me, it was the FCC. Okay, the FCC announces nationwide emergency alerting testing on August 11th. And this is done by Homeland Security. (laughs) I just... It makes me feel secure. Yeah, I know. Just... And somebody might say, what, what? It's, it's just, they're just trying it out. The alerting system. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just too many things all at once that just kind of make you go, what's happening this fall. Um, Also, I wanted to say this, New Jersey um, COVID-19 core is knocking on doors of the unvaccinated at the shore this week in New Jersey. Yeah. You heard me right. Their governor, 
Phil Murphy, created uh, COVID-19 Community Corps and will knock on 134,000 doors and make 60,000 phone calls to Shore residents. And he said, we're not stopping. Door-to-door solicitors. Yeah. And they were actually trained for one hour online before going door-to-door. The COVID-19 Community Corps. Do you see this spreading? Heaven forbid. What was the name of the mm-hmm. television show a few years back uh-huh. that did this? They lost all power. I don't know. There was a television show mm. where, and, and the country divided into segments. Um, some people had power, some people uh-huh. didn't. So not Hunger there Games, a, let me think. There um, was a special <laughs> chip that uh-huh. somebody had off like of a satellite. Is this like the V show or something? Something V? I, don't, I can't remember. Anyway, I don't know. There wasn't V. It, it, was, it was purely uh, within the United States loss of power. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I pay a lot more attention to the stuff they're they're putting out there right oh, now on TV yeah. shows. Uh, a lot more attention. I hope you guys do too. Um, it's kind of like these little tells of what's what's to come in a lot of different ways. Not that every fictional story is going to become something, oh, but no. just keep your eye on on some of the things because a lot of it is to is to just sort of you know warm you up to the idea. Um, but this community uh, core, this community, this came out J- June twenty first. Uh, the COVID-19 Community Corps. So how do you fight against this? What do you do? How do you fight against these in this in these cities? Well, I played a clip in the very beginning of the show, and I wanted to play the whole clip for you, because if you ever want to know how to fight back in some of these meetings, this is a great illustration of that. This is a gentleman talking to his school board, but this could be a county commission board. This can be a city council. This can be anything, anything, honestly. But listen to this guy talk to... This school board, okay? And uh, this is so great. This is part of from what the clip that I played coming in. Here we go. This is how he attacked this. Now, you snowflakes apparently have a bigger problem with public comment. It seems to me that you think you can supersede the United States Constitution. Well... I've got news for you, school board president Benito Mussolini. Your power does not supersede that of the U.S. Constitution and the First Amendment rights of the citizens of this great nation. Let's be very, very clear who has the power. Mr. It is Campbell, not government policy. Do not warn me or do not interrupt my time. That if you interrupt my time, insults like that again, or if you personally direct your comments, you will Let be asked be very to clear. step away from I'm, the podium. I'm going to I am quote to you, you to make your comments, I'm but quoting do not just a minute. Do not talk like over me. This is my comment, not your comment. I'm quoting to you now from the United States Supreme Court 1964 case, New York Times versus Sullivan. This is constitutional case law in this country, and I'm quoting you from the U.S. Supreme Court. The, just, the judges wrote that this nation is founded on the quote profound national commitment to the principle that debate on public issues shall be uninhibited robust and wide open, and that it may well include vehement, caustic, and sometimes unpleasantly sharp attacks on government and public officials. That's constitutional case law in this nation. I don't have to be nice to you. Nobody behind me has to be nice to you. If you don't like living in the United States of America, then you can all move to Russia, Cuba, or China. This is the First Amendment. 
and I will, I will caution you, I will caution you, solicitor. There is a video camera to my left. If you edit this tape, then you're going to have a big legal problem on your hands because my right to critique your fascism, which is what this is, is constitutionally protected. There are emails, public record emails, in which the director of equity is lobbying and advocating for public comment to be censored in this school district. And you know what? You know what? Lobbying for it, advocating for it. We've got the school board president saying she'll do better at hitting the moot button in blatant violation of the Constitution for her lobbying and her advocacy of unconstitutional censorship. I want you, the school board, to terminate the employment of Dr. Charissa Gibson with immediate effect. terminated her employment, I want all of you to tender your resignations for hating on this country. We have a God-given constitutional right to critique you, and we can speak in any lawful tone that we see fit. And don't go looking around, Benito, because this is the United States of America. You have a good... Uh, one more thing. I want to make a verbal request right now for an unedited copy of the tape. So if any of you delete it, you're going to have a big legal problem. Good night. Wow. That's how it's done. <laughs> You he know, was amazing. You really liked that television show yeah. that I brought up. It was called Revolution. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Revolution. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I did watch that show, actually. Yes, you it did. It was right before I started radio. Uh -huh. And uh, it was back in the day. In fact, I think it was still going when I was on the radio, but uh, when I first started. Started but 12, I, 12 September. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that was right when I was starting radio. And I remember talking about it on the air because I said, you know, what would happen? What would you do? And uh, it's a great show, by the way. You can pull that up, I think, even on Hulu, maybe. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I love that guy's tape because the tape, to me, said everything about how we go about talking to these people who talk down to us in meetings and tell us that they are now some holy stance of whatever because you cannot talk to them a certain way. He was critiquing who this man was in his school board um, role. So the guy said, you can't personally attack me. Well, sorry, dude, that's not true either. The guy could stand up and say whatever he wanted to say. And to be censored like that and told that you have to shut up and sit down and that you can only talk a certain way, that's not okay. And I was so glad this guy fought back because they had nothing to say when he cited that case law. And just like Chris Ann Hall said, when she um, kind of pushed back on her county attorney, same kind of thing. They're making up these rules to silence us. We will not be silenced. And I really hope that maybe that gives you some inspiration to act more, to tell these jokes who get elected into office that they're not going to get away with censorship. They're not going to get away with trying to be lords over all of us. They're not going to get away with the way they treat us and treat our kids. And, and not only in that situation, but I'm talking about county commissioners, um, those bozos. I'm talking about the city councils who all think that they are just holier than that. Uh, the mayors, the, the state governments. I know all of us have horrific governors, horrific <laughs> governors. The only, wise, the only reason they got in was because of the party system. And you know what? They're horrific. They're letting their, they're letting their uh, real views show because they're doing everything for a paycheck from the federal government, and it includes locking you down. If there was a situation where we had a manufactured outage of all utilities across this, across this nation, 
Do you live in a state where your governor will stand up to that? No. Or get a big fat check and say, hunker down, folks. That's what I'm talking about. We have got to start standing up more and utilizing the Constitution more. And that's how you fight back. There doesn't need to be a bloody revolution. Quit saying that. There doesn't need to be one. We have a Constitution in place. Use it. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. We have so much more to talk about today.